Hey, Leo, look, I know you're you're trying to kick Pina Coladas and you're just, you're doing great, man. But what are you doing bringing in a big glass of of pineapple juice? I mean, that is just, you're living on the edge, man. Uh, well, um, and again, I see you have the recording set up. Always. Uh, for any of our listeners who, who may not be aware, I'm a, I'm a recovering pina colada-holic, uh, specifically addicted to pina coladas. This is actually a pina culette. It's sort of the Nicorette of pina coladas. Uh, it's, it's a pineapple juice slushy that, um, mine's oh. mostly melted, but basically it's, it's got that tiny bit of alcohol in it. So it's not really, mm-hmm. it's weaning you off. The goal sure. is to eventually not need. I, I thought that was a straw, but I'm looking closer and that's actually a little like almost uh tube that was surgically implanted into you like a, like a diabetic, uh, insulin tracker. So that like a nicotine patch, it's attached to you. Wait, do they do they put a do they put a (laughs) tube in you for a nicorette patch? No, I Um, okay. Because I was gonna say, how else could you get the nicotine in your body? Of course, there's a tube there. Well, Dorsh, cigarettes being tube shaped—that's that's that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. Uh, Hey, by the way, Dorsh, you crushed it last night at Hot Nuts at karaoke. Yeah, it was one of my. Finer performances of Celine Dion, you know, they, um, an original song about Celine Dion that you insist on doing at karaoke. When you're at hot nuts, you've got to go wild, so to speak. So my cashew crew, they were very supportive and, um, yeah, it was good. I had a couple of these Nicorette pina coladas, which really didn't get us messed up at all, though. Disappointing. Oh, have we lost Grant? Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Should we just keep going, Leo? That's what I'm wondering, is what is the best course of action here? Uh, For the listeners, Grant seems to have passed out. Uh, He's been having a lot of issues with heat exhaust lately. He went went on a big uh, hiking trip and never really rehydrated fully after that. Uh, So he's been sort of on and off. To be uh, fair, what, what he calls a big hiking trip is just walking up that block two hills to the grocery store. So that's really on him. And his lack of... w- what a perfect place to hydrate, you know, just buy some water. He should have just grabbed water at the store. He was right there. It's, um, yeah, maybe he was like sometimes when you go to a supermarket, you're mission driven. So if it's not on your like core focus, I don't do it. You know, so if I'm I, going for ice cream, I'm not picking up other supplies. I agree. I, I, I will. Uh, oh, do you have those smelling salts, by the way? But I, I, if I'm at this, the grocery store, I'm like, here's my list. Don't get distracted. Cause I know if I get distracted, I will, you know, I will never, ever get out of there, you know, with my wallet intact. I like to snack too much. And again, just crack those you know, smelling salts whenever you can and wake Grant up. I'm going to crack but... it right now. Hey, Grant? I think I used uh, the wrong salts. He, These he are seems the, uh... to be, yeah, he seems to be between <laughs> conscious, the conscious These and are... unconscious plane. I grabbed the rabid raccoon salts. Let me, let me get started to see if I have the regular sniff. 
uh, I might have to go to the store. Well, if he's not here, do we? Because he seems to be sort of like astrally between realms or something. Like he's not. He's not. De- he's definitely not with us. He's definitely awake, but he's definitely not with us right now. So, do we need to be here? Can we go home? Is that a real question or I one would love our, to go home within well, our universe? It's, it a little column A, a little column B, but. I would, you know, Grant always leaves some sort of trap to keep us recording when we don't want to be recording. So do you think the the doors are like locked or whatever? Can I get out of here? I'm going to guess they're pretty, pretty well locked. Knowing him, for sure. How have you been, Dorsh? I feel like we haven't had one-on-one time in a while. I don't know if we've ever had one-on-one time. I don't know if the listeners even want I don't know that the... Well, we have one-on-one time... Pretty often, we definitely don't do it on air, but we've we've yeah. we hang out all the time. Of course, uh, we spend a lot of time at our favorite sports bar, Hot Nuts. To be honest, Leo, since you asked, I've been interviewing at other uh, production studios lately. No, Dorsh, yeah. every day. So punch are you to the face? Punch to the face. That's pretty much the main thing they do. It's that's just, that's the job interview for a stunt. Yeah, man. you go there, they punch you in the face, they kick you in the crotch, they throw you down the stairs, and then they say, "We'll let you know in a week." It's good. It's grief. brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. So you that's see like, here, um, my crotch. It's very swollen. That's that's the bad kind of swollen. I was going to say it's it's impressive today, but. I didn't realize it was injury related. I was going to uh, give you, as they say, big ups for that. Um, yeah, don't touch, please. I was, I would, I would never. I thought you made the pound gesture, so I thought you. Were no, no, it. that was a fist. Put your fist on it. Okay, that's not. No, yeah, there we go. Want me to try the salts one more time? Uh, of course, but as you're doing that. Dorsh, are you planning on leaving JAMP Productions or are you just leveraging these opportunities to get a promotion or what's what's going on? I'm I'm I would hate to I'd lose like you, to become course. a senior certified stunt boy. A um, senior certified stunt boy? Is that higher than an action boy? Yeah, actually well, it's a different class like um yes, like of course. black belt, yellow belt. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I've been any rank to, really grow learn expand my i've been doing uh coursera stuntman courses to learn new uh stunt skills what is coursera i'm not familiar with coursera i oh it's great it's an online you know where a place where you can take courses so okay. you can do in any field you know good universities host courses you get certificates i did most of the ones about you know taking a punch to the crotch stuff like that and how how does that work online? How does that translate to to a Zoom not very class well. or a lecture? Not very well, to be honest. For this, um, not not very well. So, it's mainly. But you get the certification for sure. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's pretty easy to pass. All right. Well, Grant, Grant seems to be coming too. His legs are shaking. That's good. Unfortunately, that's very good. Is that good? I think so. You've seen those videos, right, of of people who who get vaccines or whatever, and then post videos of like their legs shaking, like they're doing a big stretch, like a dog. <laughs> I, I haven't like... seen that, but I've seen them become magnetic, and that was scary. Okay, 
Yes, yeah, so Grant seems to be doing that right now. Is that video of like someone being like, look how hard my leg is shaking as I stretch it out the hardest I've ever stretched it. Well, I'll say this. Once Grant gets back after passing out, we should get right to our guest. Do we have a guest today, Dorsch? I'm assuming so. He I turned that sign so. on the door that says, don't come in, to please wait to come in. Okay, well then... We undoubtedly have a guest. It's a very effective sign. <gasps> oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Whoa. Whoa, man. Whoa. Wow. Did I black out? What yeah. the what the fuck? That was yeah, bologna we were... salts. <laughs> bologna salts. Woke you up. I had the strangest dream, I gotta tell you. I dreamt that I I was sitting in my, at my desk at home and I realized, huh, I bet the wall of my room completely blocks the internet. So I had the great idea of moving my entire setup out into the living room. Now I'm recording this where everybody can see me, but I'm here. That was my dream, of course. So even your dreams are boring. <laughs> you said uh, like it was an exciting, Grant, but it was a very you, you boring You led dream. into it as I had the I, most amazing dream. There was, a, there was I, connectivity <laughs> issues in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not the only Look, connectivity I, issues happening in your bedroom, though. <laughs> hey, hey, not fair. Not fair. Anyway. You're one to talk, Mr. I'm not dating Idris Elba anymore. Uh, yes, we broke up. He was far too clingy. I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, he, I saw his his new film, the worst performance he's ever done. Well, yes. Uh, I mean, that's what heartbreak will do to you. You'd think, you'd think if you're a professional actor, though, you'd be able to channel that into some sort of incredible, you know, piece of... And, and and the worst part is it was a it was a breakup film. It was a a film where he mm, mm-hmm. you know going through a breakup and and it was and I don't want to say the name of the film obviously because I don't want to blow up his spot too much, but it is tough to watch someone bomb that hard. Someone who you know is a talented actor bomb that hard and and, and yeah. take such big yeah. swings and bomb hard. Anyways, did uh did either of you guys start the podcast? You started it actually right before you blacked out. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I I did. Did I say? Did I do the intro? I I cannot. You definitely remember. didn't uh, if do I the didn't... intro, but we were thinking. Okay, well, you know, Dorsh and I have been talking. And we think, hey, let's do the intro and then let's immediately bring our guest out here because we've wasted enough of yeah, their time. I'm sense. assuming. Oh, I yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, the cast has gone home and the crew's in control. Welcome to Cruise Control, the only podcast where we dive deep behind the camera here at JMP Productions, colon, a fantastic corporation. My name is Grant Lincoln. I am the props master here. I'm also the great, 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 great grandson of Abraham Lincoln. That is right. I am breaking all of the contracts. Fuck Fantastic Corp. Whoa. They can... This is new? Yeah, yeah. They haven't sent... They... Oh, yeah, if it's new, If only we had time to not... get into it. Dorsh, who uh-huh. are you? Anyway, uh... <laughs> I'm a certified action boy. Um, I'll stop there. You're not going to say your name at all? Oh, I'm Dorsh, and I'm interviewing elsewhere. Thank you. Leopold Bordeaux, costumes, wardrobe, etc. Art department chair. Uh, and Leo, I know you are on, in charge of guest duty this week, so, uh, so if we're getting right to it, who do we got? Well, I literally just said while you were unconscious that I didn't know who the guest was. <laughs> So let's pull this random guy <laughs> from out in the hall who's trying to get something from the vending machine uh, into the studio and uh, 
sir, what is your name and what do you do here? And what's your whole thing? Oh, uh, damn, me right here? Yes, you. Come on. Chop, wow. chop. You've got to be on a podcast. It's part of your contract, I'm assuming. Damn. Okay. Well, first of all, let me be honest. My name is Crash McNamara. And uh, I, I got, thank you for your honesty. <laughs> I got to be honest. That is my God given name. Them. A lot of people <laughs> wow. think it's a nickname, but it is my God given name. And I have to be honest, I was lingering by this vending machine for 15 fucking minutes because I was hoping y'all would invite me on. <laughs> oh, you're a well, fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of the show, and um, you know, I uh, I dabble here and there. I'm actually uh, I actually work here uh, on set, and I am a um, I'm a stunt triple. Whoa, Dorsh, you told us that uh, that you hired some some help. I didn't know you you were getting into I triples, did, but I didn't hire him. Did you say stunt triple? Yeah, stunt triple. So what Am I, I do is missing something. Oh, cool. So you had a a backup question in the middle of my sentence. That's fun. So what I do. <laughs> Is I uh, to answer your first question? I'll get to the second one. Uh, any other ones you want to interrupt me with, or should I go ahead? What is your middle name, by the way? Just ask. Don't, answer that last, please. Don't have not one. first. Don't please. have one. Oh, come yeah. On. Sorry, I had to answer it first. So a stunt triple is what they do is they bring me in if there's something too dangerous for a stunt double. So typically, the jobs that I will do will involve uh, me falling down a ravine, uh, maybe me getting kicked by a horse. Stuff but puts me out of commission for two to three years, and then when I'm uh, rehabbed enough, I come back and I do another. You definitely look like someone who's been kicked by a horse. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. It uh, you wear it well. Thank you. Well, the hoof prints definitely give it away. <laughs> Is there any like compensation in between those two to three year periods where you're, you know, out of work, or is that part of your contract, like medical bills or? Well, I have a question for you. Are condolences from the cast and crew compensation? Because if so, I'm the richest man in town. Uh, social uh, compensation, but um, yes, I guess yeah. there's more than one way to feel fulfilled in your work. But it it does feel like, at least medically speaking, mm -hmm. you must have a good union and all this stuff. Because I mean, what you do sounds sounds brutal, to be honest. Yeah. So here's the thing: I don't necessarily have a good union. I don't have health insurance at all. <laughs> but what happens is, um, I've been hurt so badly that legally I am dead. So uh, anytime a hospital treats me, they do pronounce respect. Me, Thank you. Anytime uh, I'm treated, <laughs> they do pronounce me dead. Uh, I always make a recovery, and then I just kind of slink out in the middle of the night and uh, avoid any sort of billage. That's in incredible. I mean, so so legally. Does that extend to other areas of your life or are you just medically dead so medical bills don't come for you? What about like an electric bill or something? No, those I still have to pay, uh, but just medically, medically, I am dead. You can't fool okay. those electric companies, you know? They're sharp. Oh, yeah. They're oh, sharp. Yeah. I literally just got a bill from the electric company that was like, hey, our estimates were way off on your electricity usage and it's probably double what you thought, even though you used electricity based on the numbers we gave you so you didn't like turn lights off and stuff because you thought you know no big those guys are sharp they're they're all over it and and they they have a good system in place where they guess how much electricity you're using and then decide later to check that oh yeah and bill you for their extra yep little known fact a lot of uh, electric uh, electric companies will hire former bounty hunters uh to work for them so, so really really yeah you can't really escape it can't really escape it those guys those guys are relentless mm -hmm. bounty hunters 
Uh, I've I've never had a bounty on me, but I know Dorsch has, so maybe he could speak to that a little bit better. I've, uh, let's just say, put to sleep a few electrical bounty hunters before. Oh, nice. Yeah, the only yeah. time I've been a bounty hunter is, uh, I guess during <laughs> during quarantine, is uh, trying to get some paper towels for me and the missus, so uh, I guess you could call me a bounty hunter. Oh, you were oh, married? <laughs> you were hunting for bounty. I, I see. Yeah, a lot of toilet paper shortage, <laughs> a lot of uh, paper towel shortage. I was wiping my ass with bounty for about, uh, I don't know, 10 months. That's, I, I think 10 months was, 10 months might be too long. <laughs> well, I got it used really to the feel. I got to be honest. Uh, I only needed to do it for four months. Got used to the sensation. Uh, absolutely <laughs> destroyed my plumbing, but uh, in the end, it was worth it. Uh, your, this- your organic plumbing or your in-house plumbing? Both. <laughs> was this the extra absorbent one or was this the extra rough grain for like tough residue rough grain rough grain i think they call it country boy bounty country boy bounty. yeah mm-hmm. take the mm-hmm. paint right off your car that's the yep mm-hmm. i love those ads we actually take, worked on the a couple paint of those right ads. off my ass <laughs> <laughs> we actually did work on a couple of those ads they explicitly told us to to include a part where we it's a it's a warning not to use it as toilet paper. The uh, the FCC or the FCC and the uh, FDA both made us. Though there was that scandal too with the the children getting a hold of it because it is considered a, a lethal weapon. So that was pretty bad too, to be honest. Yeah, mm. it's almost worse than brass knuckles. You you wrap that bounty around your fist and you punch <laughs> someone. I mean, you're taking off two layers of skin. I mean, it is. It's uh, lights out. It's a tough I feel like yeah. their company vision must have changed somewhere, you know, where they lost track <laughs> of <laughs> where they're trying to go. Well, in fairness, the it's so dry that it's so absorbent. Yeah. And, <laughs> if, to, and if it gets even a little wet. And to be fair, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the company is making 98% of its sales in prisons at the commissary. So it is a <laughs> absolute smash in prisons. Um, but you, you mm. see it less and less in the real world, to be sure, to be sure. A lot of guys need to take off taints in prison. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. You so, carve so, your way out in a cell. Yep, and it's so boring in there, you could watch, uh, watch taint dry. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch well, taint scab. Crash, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to know, you're here working on a project as Stunt Triple, so, so what's the name of your the project you're on right now? Yeah, so it's a brand new project. It is called The Quick and the Quiet. And uh, not going to lie, full disclosure, it is uh, in homage to The Fast and the Furious, a certain uh, popular franchise. We decided to do our own version. Now, The Quick and the Quiet does feature a lot of fast-moving cars and zooms and zams, but it is completely silent. It's in the vein of uh, Charlie Chaplin or uh, Harry Lloyd, any of those sort of... uh, black and white old-timey movies so every theater that plays it does have to have a a pianist accompaniment and uh there are some title cards that pop up or every once in a while somebody might exclaim like oh shit and it'll pop up in block letters uh across the screen but there is no actual no audio so it is quiet to be sure so so but one thing that i've found very interesting about this because obviously when you're on these sets these actors are saying the lines out loud so it mm-hmm. feels real in the moment but then obviously no you know no sound in post title card inserted uh the dialogue does not seem to have been adjusted to fit the style if that makes sense it's it's a very modern 
dialogue. People oh, yeah. are saying, oh shit, so fucks, and driving loud cars and all these things. And the title cards, I wonder, because I've not seen any of the footage yet, I wonder, does it does it fit in that way? Uh, it is. There is a bit of a Israel-Palestine conflict with uh, the style. Um, we do have, I mean, one of our characters... <laughs> Who played? We all know Ludacris. We know and love uh, Ludacris. Um, I actually went to high school with him. Is uh, his real name? If you don't know, is Christopher A. Quaaludes. Uh, we used to just call him Lude, and then he just changed it to Lude A. Chris. So um, his ah, name. If you ever see wow. him, Christopher Quaalude is his real name. So uh, we do have a Ludacris esque character. It is played by Ja Rule, and his whole catchphrase <laughs> is uh, "Modern Day." He just screams at every once in a while. And so it is a little bit at odds with the the sort of Nickelodeon style that we're going for. Nickelodeon, of course, not the uh, yeah. the Gak Factory, but the um, though this movie does have plenty of slime. There is every once in a while when a character will open a locker, they get absolutely absolutely <laughs> obliterated with slime. A lot of lockers in this movie too, for a yes. movie featuring only adults. Yeah, every car does have a locker. <laughs> I was also surprised with. You know, look, Fast and Furious is my favorite franchise ever, so this has to hold up. But oh. I think I read that instead of Vin Diesel, they had Jeff Bezos. Can you explain how that, you know, that seemed striking? And I heard that's why Bezos got in really good shape was for this role. Yeah, so we uh, we were trying to tie, cast those types, you know. We want, uh, like with Parks and Rec, they kind of ripped off the office in terms of like, here's the character types we're going for. So we did need a Vin Diesel type, sort of a muscular, bald lead. Uh, of course, we couldn't get Vin Diesel because that would be, uh, you know, he, he's got his own IP. So we did get a call from Jeff, Jeff Bezos. He was like, I'm the bald bitch you're looking for. Uh, we said, you're not quite in the shape we're looking for. So he worked out. And what we ended up doing is we um, we shot with Mickey Rourke. And uh, then we just uh, superimposed um, <laughs> Jeff Bezos's head over Mickey Rourke's uh, head. So. So he looks he looks big as hell. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Uh what are what are some of the other types that you've cast? Uh I, I remember we've talked about Ja Rule, of course. Um yep. Yep, yep. and uh so for example, uh who who is uh Michelle Rodriguez is Yeah, we type. need a a tough lady who doesn't take shit from anyone. Uh, we got the best in the biz, Miss Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> from Misery, is that her name? Cassie? That's, Cassie Bates. Yeah, that's yeah. Kathy Bates, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a perfect casting there. Wow. Yeah, she's so she's a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She's a mama bear, and she will just—I mean, her fight scenes, unbelievable, unbelievable. I will, I will say, outside of the, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos jaw rule, a lot of overlap with the American Horror Story cast as well. Oh, is it? Is it? Yes, yes. I, I mean, uh, the Jordana Brewster stand-in Sarah Paulson is famously a big. Ryan what Murphy. is the name of the show even? Yes, Ryan Murphy, Stan. And that brings me to the director himself. Yeah. The guy is seems busy as all get out, Ryan Murphy. You'd think he'd, you know, take a break. He has like three TV shows out and uh, uh, is also producing this. And it's like all Ryan Murphy things, it's really unclear whether it's homage or parody mm. at this point. Uh, what he's doing with this movie and i'm very excited to see the finished product yeah we call it paradage it's uh homage parody. it's kind of a it's kind of a smash up mashup and yeah mm. the rumor is uh, this is just hearsay i'm not trying to you know i'm not giving any news i'm just uh, kind of 
passing along some gossip. The rumor is Ryan Murphy got himself one of those multiplicity machines. So uh, a lot of people around set do kind of whisper and talk that there is multiple versions of him, each one with a very distinct personality. And uh, that's how he gets it all done. But that's just you didn't hear that from me. But that's and again, that's just a rumor. It's just hearsay. Just a rumor. Probably those machines don't even exist. But if they did and he had one, it would make a lot of sense. He'd be first in line. You know it. Come on. So, oh, absolutely. So, Dorsch, uh, uh, Mr. McNamara, you may not know this, but Dorsch recently actually uh, had, uh, so Dorsch has worked on all of the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, damn. And uh, maybe he can explain his experience on it a little better, but he's sure. had, you know, many an altercation with. Yeah, so I, I did a lot of stunts with Vin Diesel and uh, The Rock, and basically, I mean, you probably know this from the industry. Vin Diesel always has to be the toughest, most badass guy. And oh, yeah. so if oh, I yeah. was doing a stunt for him, he would want me to pretend I got actually hurt at the end really bad to feel <laughs> good about himself. <gasps> yeah. Oh, Whoa. Again, Grant appears to be in a semi-conscious state. Man, he's like one of those just, fainting goats. He really is. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, he did oh, my it again. God. Oh, fuck. I just had the craziest dream. I dreamt that I was forced. I, I went to sit down to listen to something, and I was forced to listen to two of my great friends talk to someone that I've really wanted to talk to for a very long time. Oh, what a nightmare. This, again, sounds like a very boring dream, Grant. Oh, it's mm. like you're being podcast cucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm being I'm being podcast. Yeah, you have to sit in a, you have to sit on a stool with a microphone that's not plugged in while you watch uh, your co-hosts mm-hmm. kind of go at it, huh? Yeah, man, I uh, I never and thought do about a lot it. of like. That's me for the listener. I'm doing that thing where you try to start the conversation, but it's already moved past you. Yeah. Hey, Grant, just to kind of role play, uh, how about you and I do just like a quick one minute cut cast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, it looks like Crash is taking out his own recording equipment as if the cut cast is something he does regularly. Uh, this is a snowball mic. It's my uh, my best friend in the world. Here we go. Let me just set this up, connect it to my Zoom 6, and uh, here we go. I, I, must, I must have eaten something real, real bad for me. Huh? You gave the intro. I will say that you did do the yeah. intro. So so wait, are we not doing the cut cast? I thought you were go- you guys were gonna have a minute to do this cut cast. Well, Dorsh cu- and I step out. Well, cut cast is my own idea, but I think what it is is I think every podcast should have it. I think what cut cast is is halfway through an episode, you recap what the first half of a podcast has been to the listeners who are already listening. I think that might be fun. And to the dork who passed out <laughs> ten minutes in. Well, Grant, to catch you up, what's been going on is uh, we've just been chatting about my series that uh, uh, we're producing here called The Quick and the Quiet. Mm-hmm, yeah, of course, very as familiar. I mentioned, okay, so you know that it is uh, kind of like Fast and the Furious meets Charlie Chaplin. It is a black and white silent film uh, with a lot of speed and action. And I do want to mention, as a stunt triple, I recently got out of a hospital for a scene. You know, We all know uh, Tyrese. He's kind of the uh, comedic relief. In oh, the yeah, the, the Furious yeah, 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 so we cast a very similar type. We have Chevy Chase as our comic relief. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the la- in this uh, film, Chevy Chase does drive a car into a whale's mouth. Now, they needed someone to go inside there, so I drove a car into a whale's mouth. Uh, I was inside there for about two months. Um, after I got out, I was um, 
in a coma and uh, just got out. So that was my last experience. Uh, huh. I'm, I'm hoping the rest of the filming went well, but I, I could not be sure. I will say you wear you wear it well being uh, stuck Thank in a whale you. for a while. Yeah. Thank the, you so uh, much. The baleen really, uh, really brings it out. <laughs> Pierce Can I tell you a, a number on your body. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Little secret is, um, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but uh, don't ever go inside a whale. No? The, the, sound, <laughs> the sounds I heard keep me up at night every night. Huh. All right. They echo in my head the like a, I heard. Well, I have like a, a vacation to cancel. <laughs> um, man, you know, so you got Chevy Chevy Chase. I it, it no, occurs- you, oh, no, I'm sorry. You were right. It is uh, Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah. It's a Chevrolet Chase. It's, so we, we, have a, we have a lot of car chases, a lot of chase scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, of course, uh, Chevy. Uh, there is Chevy Chase. But Chevy we have, Chase in a Chevy Chase. Sorry. We, have, <laughs> we don't have Chevy Chase. We have Chevy Chase. Now, uh, so- Chevy Chase is a descendant of the creator of Chevrolet. Um, he is a 23-year-old. So standard. naturally, his first name is Chevy. <laughs> yes. Well, he kind of switched it up. Yeah, he switched it up a little bit. So I know, I mean, I know someone descendant of Catherine of Aragon, and he goes by Aragon So as the first name. So I think it's just a fun family uh, switcheroo. That feels real. Everything's real. <laughs> That's a fair point. Everything's real. Uh, so <laughs> it appears that Grant has slumped off again into uh, uh, some sort of coma. Are you sure uh, those peanut Nic- Nicorette things did not have alcohol? Because he was slugging those before. Oh, oh, maybe that's it. Is that he's this dr- He's this drunk. Did you say peanut Nicorette? No, uh, pina coladas. Oh, because uh, I have a Nicorette tube in my neck. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> so it I is was a wondering. Tube. I, I assumed that was a stunt gone wrong. No, no, no. I got, uh, I was addicted to cigarettes and I tried to wean myself off of it. So what they did is they took a knife to my trachea, cut a little hole, put a tube in there. And that's, uh, I, and so I can secondhand smoke and it doesn't touch my mouth. It just goes straight into my lungs. Oh, oh a so, tube. So, like, uh, like your, your pina canet. Yeah. That's what we're just yes. finding out. Yeah. Grant. Yeah. Grant. You oh, did it. Did I, did I fall asleep again? <laughs> yep. For a pretty good chunk. Oh God, this is gonna be, uh, listeners. I'm, uh, I- I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm on your side for this one. I- I'm, I'm gonna be hearing this one from your ears. Did you have a dream this time, or what uh, was the dream? No, this was just more of me having to sit, uh, more being podcucked. Um, yeah, so no it was dream. A, bummer. No, no, it was just a big blue screen. You ever finish when you're podcucked? <laughs> I think if you do, you're not, you're not, uh, you know, by definition, a cuck. Yeah. I think, I, is, is finishing the, the barometer for being cucked? I think so, in my book. I don't really know, to be honest. I'm not one for research. Then I guess I've technically never not been cucked. Wow, I love that podcast. You ever listen to that? <laughs> never, never not, not cucked? cucked? Do is it Johnny Pardo? Yeah, John, mm-hmm. Johnny yeah. Pardo. <laughs> Johnny Pardo and the guy banging his wife. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Dorsch. I have very well, little leeway right I, now. We were talking about you know Fast and Furious Vin Diesel, but I, there's a point I wanted to make earlier because I've done stunts with Kathy Bates before, and she she can throw a punch like a bull. So I want to know is that why they did that they doesn't bring shock you me one look in at Kathy yeah, Bates? <laughs> you know she can absolutely wallop you. Was that one of the main reasons they brought you in? Is for stunt scenes with. Like that was the level three needed for that. Uh, well, 
I they tried to bring me in there, but I can I have a weak chin, so uh, they did actually use the stunt <laughs> double for that. They didn't waste the oh. triple on hers. They had they saved me for the whale scene because they knew that was the big kabang. Uh, so they oh, did have okay. the stunt double take all the Kathy Bates punches. But little known fact, I've been been befriending her on set. Uh, in misery, she wasn't supposed to break James Khan's legs. <laughs> that just happened because uh, one time he kind of mouthed off to her. And she kind of let him know who was boss. So, uh, yeah, pretty intense. Pretty intense. That makes, there's a lot of That was all improvised. That's done. Yep. Yep. He was not supposed to be bedridden. If you read the book, (laughs) if you read the book, the author uh, comes over. He does a backflip. Yeah. In the book. (laughs) Yeah. He is a Cirque du Soleil author. He gets, uh, he gets in a car wreck and then he, um, he just uh, has some soup and then he's on his way. And the rest of the book is him driving home safe and sound. So right. He gets, he gets Dr. Strange. Yes. He He has a, he has a terrible accident and then he becomes a lot better at what he does. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I don't know if we've, if, if uh, I missed this while I was sleeping, but um, probably (laughs) did uh, how how many side of missing stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, how many stunt quadruples have died in the process of making this this film series? Uh, you know what? I'm the only stunt triple out there that I know of. Okay, so, so there's no one. There's no one below, or I guess above a stunt triple. Uh, or they they died nameless and penniless. If there are, I don't know about it. I mean, I know there's a lot of stunt doubles that have uh, met their fate, uh, met their maker. Okay. But as far as I know, I'm the only stunt triple. The only person stupid enough to do it is what they say, and I know they're joking. Hey, hey, don't don't sell yourself short. Well, that's in his contract, actually. Oh, it language. is? Yeah. I do have, oh, you have to be self-deprecating? I have to be very demure. I do have to uh, self-flagellate. <laughs> every, fi- every five minutes, I have to self-flagellate, or else I can lose my job. Oh, man. Uh, I'm like the I, bad I guy five in- Five uh, minutes. Yeah, I'm like the bad guy in Da Vinci Code. I have to self-flagellate every five minutes. Mm. So how many flagellations have I missed? Uh, I want to say four. Yeah, if you look, he's slowly flicking himself in the shins with one of those things uh, under the table. But mm-hmm. uh, again, mm-hmm. don't look too Cat of nine tails. You should try flicking your shins. It'll change your life. <laughs> Is that part of cucking? Flicking your shins? It can be. You know what I usually do when my... Oh, now I'm, I guess I'm the secret's out. When I'm being cucked, uh, what I tend to do is I will... Um, I'll pinch. I'll either pinch my finger or I'll pull on a leg hair. And that helps me focus on pain somewhere else. It's, have you ever seen Major Pain, where uh, someone's injured and Major Pain, played by Damon Wayans, breaks their finger so they can focus on a different pain? That's that's <laughs> me. What I do during cucked is I um, I try and give myself a different pain so I'm not focusing on the pain of someone else being with my wife. Mm. That's that, smart. That was a great trick back in the day in in grade school when you had to go up to the board to solve a problem. Oh yeah. While. Uh, Something else was going on. Pinching yourself hard in the leg, pulling out leg yeah. hairs, whatever it was. Yeah, bringing because a book you had hide your cro- you know yeah. thirty mm-hmm. seconds to get back to normal. <laughs> oh yeah. And speaking of grade school, that's where I actually got the idea to be a stunt triple. So what I would do is I was a guy at the party where I'd cross my hands over my chest like a mummy, and I'd take three deep breaths, and then someone would run full speed into me and knock me out. <laughs> you ever do that? <laughs> This no. is, I don't remember doing this in grade school ever. I don't I've done that, that I... yes, in elementary or like uh, five, five, five-year-old uh, school. So it's I, a stunt I do, guy thing. I do remember rolling down a hill inside of a construction, like a, a big tire, uh, and that's a true story. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember ever 
standing with straight up letting someone run into me. Yeah, it used to be a fun party game in the 90s, but uh, I think they, they found that it does cause damage. They but... outlawed it in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. Mm. Did you do when shit. you put the uh, you put like a metal pot on your head and then you let someone hit it like really loud with like a utensil? Oh, yeah. Dorsh is asking us to do this all the time and we keep saying no. It's and I great. keep saying, Dorsh, this is my hat. <laughs> it's great yeah. training. Yeah, training for what, Dorsh? Every yeah. everyone that you've told us that is a master at this is legally deaf. It simulates like a train coming at your head. Oh, okay. Oh, does so it, training. Okay. Does it really? It's good training. <laughs> sure. Do you ever do that and then lift it lift the helmet up as soon as the train in that Lumiere Brothers film comes right at you or whatever? You ever combine those two? I don't know I if Dorsh knows who the Lumiere not, Brothers are, Leo. And I do not know. But Wait a I minute. have yeah. not. You're telling me that Candlestick from Beauty and the Beast had a twin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, twin brothers, well, actually. actually, the candle was one of the twins, and the <gasps> Candlestick was the other. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it they was were, like a... They were, there was some weirdness going on there. <laughs> yeah, it was like a... It was like kids in a trench coat. Um, the Lumiere was actually the name of the candle, and his brother's name was uh, DDA. Oh, okay, okay, very cool. His name was what? DDA, D I D I E R. It's a, it's a French name. Okay, I just didn't hear you. I I believe you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there were actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, there were a lot of uh, a lot of hidden Easter eggs in Beauty and the Beast. I know we're we're talking about quick and the quiet but well there... well the the issue with beauty and the beast is that not a lot of people realize is that the definition of what is an object that someone can be magically turned into mm-hmm. like what at what point is a like is a door a thing you can turn someone into is it so of all of not. the oh thank you Dorsh. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought. Never when mind. I, that, I retract my question. When I watched that movie as a kid, I always wondered: like, is the food they're eating also people, and they just don't have the be. ability to talk? Like, what a what a what a nightmare! But I will say, try the gray stuff; it's delicious. Exactly, <laughs> brains, gray matter. Yeah, yeah, gray matter. I mm-hmm. don't want to. I don't want to shit on Beauty and the Beast too much because I do have some breaking news. Um, that is why I was near the vending machines because I wanted to pop on this podcast and let you know that I am working on a new project. It is a live action uh, called Hottie and the Horror. Uh, it is a bit of an inspired oh. Beauty and the Beast uh, type story. It is in black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is about a hottie and she meets a horror and uh, they have sort of a will they, won't they kind of thing. I, I think I read about that. Is that the movie where they just got Bella Lugosi, that one clip of Bella Lugosi to play the horror just over and over? Just Yeah, sorry. The leading man is a gif. Um, <laughs> the, the Gaston type character is John Goodman. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, We've actually we didn't de-age him. We actually aged him. So um, so yeah, we're taking a lot of risks, just trying to just trying to see what technology can bring about, and uh, sure. we're, having a lot, we're having a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Honestly, oh, that sounds like it rocks. <laughs> yeah, check. check I would out watch for that a hundred thousand times. Look for did, out for it. Check out for it. Did Jeff Bezos buy his way into this film too, or? Mm. Uh, he did not. We're still waiting to see if he does want to help fund that. But at the moment, he's uh, I think he's kind of oh. waiting to see what the dailies uh, look like. Sounds like something yeah. I may have slept through. Um... I'd bet. So how... no, don't, don't worry, yep. it is. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like uh, how, what do you think about uh, working here at JMP? Yeah, you know, yeah, I think it is fun. Um, I feel like a lot of the um, sort of 
A lot of the sort of stunt regulations don't seem to be up to code. It feels like the Wild West over here, which is very much fun is. for me. It feels like I get a lot more wiggle room. I can kind of do my thing and be my, be my own thing. A lot of tumbleweeds. A lot of tumbleweeds. Yeah, our uh, our our the company that acquired us, Fantastic Corp. They when they first acquired us, they were really on our on our tails. They sent lackeys down left and right. Mm. But in in the past, I don't know, eight weeks, two months or so, it uh it's been. It's been uh, no man's land. They they haven't sent anyone down. Oh, it's it's, oh, it's almost love... as if they don't want to be associated with us or what we do in any way. Man, I can I just say I love. Congratulations to y'all. I love no man's land. I thought uh, I thought South Dakota looked beautiful. Uh, I th- I think that was just such a worthwhile movie. And um, yeah, that was really cool. if you believe it. That's yeah. not South Dakota. That's here. We shot day for night. On a soundstage here. That's not even South Dakota at all. Oh, damn. So smart to shoot day for night. Mm-hmm. It wow. saved us so much money. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had nothing uh, to add because I don't know. I don't know the uh, you. You have all the information on that production. I guess it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A fair well, amount. Leo, Leo helped. You were more I than was the costume doing the designer cost- in that one. I did a lot of the artwork. I was the one who decided, you know, maybe maybe these cowboys can be fancier and uh mm-hmm. maybe oh, the, oh, the, yeah all the cowboys were in lingerie right well uh, oh no turn, never mind uh, i was wrong no 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 no, no. no you're no, thinking no, of the right, right film i just didn't think of it as lingerie until after the movie came out and all the reviews were like are these cowboys in lingerie and i was right, like you, no you they're in the... silk and you... satin and yeah and uh, again, it wasn't. It didn't, never occurred to me, even for a second, that people might be sexualizing these cowboys. Now that I look back on it, of course they're sexy oh, yeah. men and women oh, yeah. in in cowboy in what I thought were cowboy outfits, chaps and the like. Oh yeah, I grew um, up in uh, I grew up in Arizona around the cowboy culture, and I I remember as a kid having. Do you all have a Teddy Fox spin? It was like a teddy bear in a teddy. Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, I never. You never what? Oh, I never. I, I'm not really a sexual being, so my, I think my parents got me one to encourage me to oh, be more sexual, but uh, mm. it didn't take for me. Interesting, interesting. I'm sorry to yeah, hear Yeah, I, I never had a Teddy Fuxpin. I did have uh, a pet rock that I would uh, occasionally have some fun with, but... Uh, <laughs> Jeez, nice. Yeah, it, was, uh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't easy, it was, but I had, I had fun. Yeah. Did you I use Bounty to clean up? Bounty? Call back to earlier. You were oh, okay. Let's never <laughs> Dor- mind that Dorsh, question. you had a pretty interesting chia pet, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I did. And um, I think I was cucked or it was cucked regularly um, as part of uh, well, part of grade school. Everyone had a chia pet. Uh, okay. Mr. McNamara. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you say, I, I hate to be the one to bring this up. Why are you smiling? Um, I, he can't help it. I it's, uh, I get uncomfortable. And yeah, it's it's. I've drinking. I've had a lot of sugar today, and I'm sort of mm. vibrating oh, and nice. smiling. Uh, but you are dressed, and I think it's the jeans and the orange, the bright orange shirt. Uh huh. Like, I don't want to say a bandicoot. Okay. But <laughs> it's all Wait, I can just... think of. Could you just spin around real quick, actually? Is Crash, you're dressed a lot like a bandicoot. Oh. Okay. Well, um, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be as as open book as possible. Uh, Busted. You got me. Uh, To (laughs) me, 
To me, um, I feel like when I was a young lad in grade school being knocked out at parties, as I mentioned, I feel like I invented a little creature called the bandicoot, which is half bandit, half old coot. Because, uh, you know, I was obsessed with westerns where there's like the old coot and there's always a chef named Cookie or something. So I create a little creature called a, a bandicoot and um, that, you know, I would draw little drawings and then I'd sign it at the bottom crash, of course, to sign my art. And uh, mm. I was I sold maybe I want to say a half dozen half dozen of those by the time I hit seventh grade, and wouldn't you know it? A few years later, wouldn't you know it that I found a little game called Crash Bandicoot, all over all over the U.S. all over the world. People were playing this game, and uh, I was a little upset. I never got any royalties. Nobody ever checked with me. So you got uh, ripped off by yeah Sega or whoever it is who. Grant looks tired. I can see his, as he's talking, his soul is coming out of his body going towards the ceiling. It sounds like he's being raptured. Um, oh, God. Well, that's not good because asking... we know he's not going to heaven. Well, it's, you know, it's funny that, um, you know, as the game came out and a lot of people were playing it and it became kind of popular, I made some calls to some friends of the family and some lawyers, and they'd always ask me, you know, who we were, we were trying to make sure that we weren't tapped like they do in, like, Goodfellas. So uh, mm-hmm. they were like, who, who stole your idea? And I'd go, Sega. And I'd try to say it real fast <laughs> in case anybody was listening. And then wouldn't you know it, two weeks later, every commercial I see says Sega. And I was like, that's, that's audio of me trying to whisper real quickly, talk about Sega without anybody catching on. So I feel that's I got done dirty twice. I got done dirty twice. Double dog. Wow. I got double but, that, but that's it, gaming. right? You didn't get any other ideas stolen by Sega? Uh, well, I do like your here. wedding ring. That is a, a very nice wedding ring. It is a very gold wedding ring. Oh, yeah. So I did have um, me and my wife, uh, and she is, she is kind of eclectic. She's like a Johnny Depp type, and she wears all <laughs> kinds of bangles, and she wears maybe 50 to 60 rings on each finger. <laughs> and uh, this oh. was back in the day. This was back in the day when we first started dating. And I remember one time we were coming out of a restaurant, and I must have been, I don't know, 14, 15. This is one of our first dates. And uh, a car came zooming by real fast, and she stepped back off the curb and tripped. And all her rings came off her finger and just scattered everywhere. And I and I said, I said, don't move a muscle. I'm going to grab them. So I laced up my red sneakers real tight and I zipped and I zoomed and I grabbed all the rings. And um, and I looked up after I caught the last ring. I looked up and across the street, there was somebody in a Sega T-shirt and they were filming me. Whoa. And I said, what are you going to do with that footage? And they ran off and they scuttled off into the night. So. uh so uh, did, that is did that person have maybe a, a large comical mustache and a balding head of hair? Come to think of it, yeah. And he maybe was he was shaped red like red shirt, uh, black pants. Oh, you know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I've I've seen him here and there. Yeah. Yeah, I think his name was Nicholas at the time, but I've heard he's undergone some surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he mm-hmm. went with the uh he went with the Hey Arnold, but the whole body. <laughs> whole body of football. <laughs> Uh, what else? Also, I guess one time in college, I was uh, clipping my nails and I had some toe jam. Uh, <laughs> you know, you get when you take off your socks, you got some toe jam in there. Mm-hmm. And my roommate Earl was pretty pissed off. Um, <laughs> what mm-hmm. else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, one time I was uh, I was at SeaWorld and there was this dolphin that kept kind of slamming its, <laughs> yep. it, uh, kept slamming its what do you call it? A nostril? What did their nose? Snoot face. Their snoot. They kept slamming their snoot into the glass tank. And I said, hello, 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 don't do that, that, that. 
and I think they turned that into a game. Oh, someone just heard someone repeat themselves to a dolphin, and they were like, "I got an idea." Yeah, for a full game. Yeah, one time my sister went mentally insane playing with marbles, and they turned that into a game. Oh, that's that's the that's the fifth one you remember. Yeah, I always forget about my sister. Uh, haven't seen Fair. her in a dog's age. Yeah, yeah. I I do notice you uh, your tattoo. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't I can't be sure if that's because you were a firefighter and you won the the Golden Axe Award, or if you if you if like were you a wood a, a lumberjack. What what's with that Golden Axe? Huh. I don't remember this tattoo. Do you have more information? <laughs> I also am looking at it, and I I just see an axe. It's just a cool tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> Which can I just I could help. let me, let me be real clear? Not everything about me is stolen by Sega. Okay, <laughs> sometimes sometimes a tattoo is a tattoo. Let's not get crazy. Okay, all right. Yeah, I must must be just a random tattoo. So then, what's the story behind it? Oh, uh, one time it's your tattoo. Yeah, of course. One time I was in a graveyard and all these skeletons kept coming out of the ground and I was throwing axes at them and uh, I just like <laughs> I just like the look of it, like the ghosts and the ghouls. I guess you could call them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, well, I feel like super awake right now, so I'm. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't think. Yeah, what? <laughs> Grant, I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but look at the time. It says 19 minutes on my screen, buddy. Oh, well, it's very much not that on mine. <laughs> what, what there are ask? more ways to tell time. We're at 51.47 within <laughs> a podcast, guys. More. Just heads up. There's a clock right there on the wall. <laughs> oh, God. There's um, a calendar right there, too, in case you guys don't know what day or year it is. It, it's all there. Yeah, Dorsh, again, you don't need... No one uses Mayan time anymore. You can get rid of that big calendar. All right, the older credit. Hang on, oh, let me just check. Say- I put some appointments on the Mayan calendar. Can we? Can I get those post-its? <laughs> nope, lighting it up. And can I make a plug oh, real geez. quick? Uh, yes, Absolutely. please. Uh, you mentioned Jordana Brewster being in Fast and Furious. Uh, in our movie, Quick and the Quiet, it is actually played, that role is actually played by Mayan Bialik. Um, so we, we thought to get some <laughs> nah. diversity in there. We got, the, uh, we got some diversity in there. Because um, a lot of people were upset we cast, uh, uh, sorry, uh, let me get this right. Chevy Chase, because <laughs> yep. um, he is a known racist. So, uh, of course, <laughs> drives race cars is what I'm saying. And um, yeah, he, he is a racist in that. He... Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we had to we had to make sure we got some diversity in there, and and Maya and Bialik helped provide that. And j- tremendous, tremendous silent actress. Maya and Bialik. She predicted I... your death, right? Yes, she said uh, <laughs> July twenty third, two thousand thirty eight, and. Uh, She's never been wrong. So uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get my affairs in order. Uh, I'm trying mm. to, you know, all the women that I'm sleeping with outside my marriage, I'm trying to get all of those um, people <laughs> set up with some amount of income or something. Oh, so that one wedding ring, that it's an open, it's an open marriage? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Gotcha. I guess that makes sense if you lose these rings all the time. At a, you, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I guess, I guess that's it. I, um. Oh, did I, I, tell you, I, did I tell you, it was an open marriage at first. Um, a lot of times when I was, you know, cheating on my wife, she hired two private detectives to uh, follow me around town. So uh-huh. every time I wanted to cheat on her, uh, I'd have to lose these two tails. And, oh. uh, and 
And, uh, you know, a lot of times when I'm collecting my rings and everything and hiding my rings in my pocket so people don't catch on, I had to keep losing these two tails. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I would just turn around, crack my knuckles, and they'd run off because, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people are cowards. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a big guy, so. so yeah, you're like so, uh, so you're you're in, big cat. In, you're a big cat. Yeah, yeah. You're a big oh, yeah. cat. So, yeah, so in order to uh, cheat on your wife, you had to shoo away two private dicks? Yeah, I guess that's a way to phrase it. And is it fair to say that they were also from the electric company and that was like a part-time role? Yeah, a lot of times they would face each other in profile and they'd say private and then the other one would say dick and then they'd say private dick. Do-do-do-do. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, these guys are from the electric company. Or they took an improv <laughs> class. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, were wor- <laughs> they were in the same level too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, I I feel like it's it's unfair for me to uh to do the outro because I barely got an intro in. So, Leo, do you want to uh I think it's unfair want... for me to do the outro because I don't know it. Oh, is this like an I'm Spartacus situation? I think it's unfair for me to do the outro cuz I'm the guest. Oh, Gosh, I'm not that doing leaves it. you. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, All so right, maybe well. this will be the first episode without an outro. Okay, works for me. Actually, I'm looking out the window right now, and it does look like there's a week's worth of traffic up ahead, so click off of cruise control. Coward. And we <laughs> will talk to you next week. Bye.